Welcome back to Zealous Talks everyone. We've been on an incredible journey over the last few weeks learning about our core values. And today we have a dear friend and guest Joe Matthew speaking to us about generosity. It's a tremendous pleasure and a privilege to be at a place like this. Yeah. I was at a camp just till yesterday uh, in Lunavla and uh, I was gracious that my promoter decided to book my tickets out of Pune. And then I contacted Ninad and said, I'd love to be with you guys. I've known him from the time he just finished school. And like he said, yes, been a part of their lives coming down to Para. Um, I have one wife uh, and, <laughs> and three children and one golden retriever, OK? That's to introduce my family. Um, and uh, I'm so happy that my cousin's here. I stayed with him last night, and he's joined us as well. I really love going to places like this, meeting with people who really want to do something with their life. That's really where I come from. My background is such that I was a lost kid who had no idea where he was going, uh, a pain to society and his family, stuck up here and there, doing whatever I could. And today, I have a purpose, and I have a vision, and I have joy in what I'm doing. It's 25 years since I've been a missionary. And all of you are going to say, okay, old man, get out of here. <laughs> I say it not to glory in, 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 its, in its bigness, but to tell you that I had the opportunity to be that all these years and not move away from it. There have been difficult times. There have been crazy times. And, um, but nothing that could take away this purpose that I have. So I want you to just bow your hearts with me for a moment as we ask God to speak to us. And we'll see how it goes after that. Dear Lord, I want to thank you for giving us this time. And I want to thank you for each one of us, Lord. I pray that our hearts would be fertile soil, that indeed the word of God would fall, bear fruit a hundred times, Lord. And I pray that it would be good soil. And I pray that receptive hearts, in Jesus' name, amen. I was asking, Nana, what... What, 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 what are you guys doing, and uh, what should I be speaking about? Because you know, people like me, if you give us the mic, when do I need to stop? Just put it off, OK? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. OK, um, I hope you have, I won't use this then. So it'll come up yeah. so everybody can read it, OK. Um, I love this, that your church is doing the core values, the core values of the church. Wow, it's nice. And uh, you are dealing with, with a whole bunch of things that really, Jesus trained his disciples. Three and a half years he spent with them. And all he was doing was he was doing this with them. He was showing them just these things. And I'm so glad that you guys are following this. He was teaching them all the different things that they needed to. There were 12 flippers and uh, who turned the world right side up after that. And uh, one of them even came to our country, OK? Some even believe that Nathaniel came to India as well. But anyways, we won't go into that. But today, I'm going to be dealing with generosity. That's for me? Thank you. Somebody read my mind. I like that. And I'm going to be dealing with generosity. Now, uh, I know that you guys are people who are not just listening. So if I ask you a question, obviously you're going to answer. 
Generosity. What would generosity be? In a context of a church, okay? Now, generosity is the quality. Uh, did, did you put that up? Or? Yeah. yeah. Generosity is a quality that serves as an entry point for true giving. Everybody is interested in giving, okay? Giving is to take something and give it away. That's giving. But you know what? If you don't have generosity, and as a church, and you know, you need to embed this value into your system. If you don't have generosity, then your giving is just like selling. It's just like, it's just like leaving behind. Now listen, as a church, if this is your core value, then you need to know that generosity is that point. It's that point that makes a check. Is this giving true? And as a church, you have to be in a place, as a body, you have to be in a place where you're constantly checking your heart to see if, Lord, am I generous? And by that I mean, is it going to be something that is going to, to just, am I just going to be somebody who's disconnected from my giving? Because you know what? The offering bag comes around. See, when you say generosity and giving, everybody's thinking about money. And the first very example that comes to you is this as well. Okay, so if I use it, that doesn't mean that's the only thing. I'm talking about our lives. By the end of this, by the end of what I want to share, I will be asking you about your homes. I would be asking you about your time. And generosity is that point, is that quality at that time. And, you know, it is a check. It's like a check post. And if you're going to do something, give something, invest something, if you don't have this quality, then I'm telling you, you've fallen short. Now, what is giving? Giving is the ability to open up. Okay? Now, let me tell you what that means. Giving is your... What, Normally when you say giving, we're just taking something and we're giving it. But giving, actually in our context, giving is your ability to open yourself up. That is actually what giving is. Now, because otherwise, otherwise, I mean, you say you're going to give time. When I say I'm going to give you my time, I'm actually opening up myself. And as, as a unit... This is something that should be embedded into your system where you are in a position where it's not just... See, because you know what happens is for us, we are so used to getting formulas. We're so good at... I mean, when the offering bag comes around, that was my example earlier. Uh, oh, where is it? Oh, oh, man, I forgot. Hey, this, that. So disconnected. We have not made a choice as to what you want to put out you haven't, you know, when, when we say generosity, generosity is, I'm just using that example of, of an offering bag. Okay, please, I just, just said, I don't have anything else right now coming to my mind. But when that bag comes around, there's a point at which you are actually examining as to what you're going to do with what you're giving. That sense, if it doesn't have generosity, you will be disconnected. You will be paying a bill. You will be, like they say, paying your tithes. And if you want generosity, it goes deep into that. It goes deep, deep down. You know, Galatians chapter 5, we have the fruit of the Spirit. 
love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and it goes on. Now, if you really want generosity, it is a combination. It's an output. The output of kindness and goodness put together is generosity. So let me tell you something. This is a fruit of the Spirit, which basically means you have to bear it. I'm sorry, you don't have another no, no choices about this. You need to have, generosity is a direct outcome of the combination of the fruit of the Spirit, kindness and goodness. And I'm telling you, today we've forgotten this. I was just passing through Bombay. I mean, at Bombay City, I was, I was in a car just going by. Every single person, no kidding, every single person in a bus stop, in an auto rickshaw, in a taxi, anybody who's not necessarily doing something is doing this. Every single one. A few of them have it stuck into their ears as well. And I'm telling you, the reason I'm saying this is, we've detached ourselves. And today's generation is growing up with absolutely no interest or absolutely no idea about what kindness is. When was the last time somebody held the door? When was the last time you said, after you, sir? Well, I mean, I'm telling you, today we're so preoccupied. And that is where our generation is going. And that is where it's all me, myself, and whatever I can do. And we are all in a race to get out there. And I'll tell you what we forget. We miss out this quality. And that's generosity. Generosity, see, I mean, when I say kindness and goodness, generosity is something that is where you have to wait, you have to think, and you have to actually, you know, it's, it's where your heart, it's from the heart, but you need to operate with your head. That's generosity. As a unit, if we do not have this, I'm telling you, we will just be stoic kind of, oh, okay, fine, okay, no problem, you know. It's going to become like that. It's just going to be one after the other. So how much was that? Okay, fine. Just take care of this. Okay, what was your need? Uh, okay, I need this. Okay, just, hey, just give him that. Just finish this. Oh, by the way, uh, we have these programs that are happening in Africa. And uh, we're supporting these churches. And we're doing this. And we're doing that. And all your giving and your generosity is completely different. It is a sense of connect that you have. And as a church, if that's what you want as a core value, man, I'm going to tell you something. You guys are going to look good. I'm telling you, you guys will look good. When you talk about something that you're doing, oh, by the way, there was this widow, and we actually decided to help. There's, there's so much of connect. There's so much of story. There's so much of life. That's what you need. And I'm telling you, these big organizations, and I've been, I mean, I've, it's 25 years of all I've been doing. This is all I've been seeing. And I can clearly tell you, this is a quality that you need to have. Obviously, giving... The bottom line for giving is love. For God so loved the world that he gave. He gave his own begotten son. Because he loved us. He wasn't doing us a favor. He wasn't fixing something. He had such love for the whole world that he gave his only begotten son. He said, Jesus is going to go and die. Now that quality, that quality came from love. Now we're going back. We need kindness, we need goodness, and we understand that this bottom line is love and nothing else. You cannot, you cannot have generosity if you don't have love. And I'm telling you, when Jesus looked at the people, the Word of God says He had compassion. 
He had compassion. Now you see where we're getting? As a unit, if these qualities can be imbibed, you understand it, and you install it into your system, version 2, 3, 4, upgrade, or whatever that thing happens, you know. Your OS is just going to make you get to the next point with such great joy. Otherwise, it'll be robotic. And I'm telling you, it's very easy to do that. It's very easy to do that. Now let's just look into generosity and giving as such. And I have a few points for you. <clears throat> you have to be selfless, but still you need to cash into the profit. Now let me tell you how this thing works. Okay, I want us to turn to the scripture. And it's found in Philippians chapter 4, verse 15 to 17. Philippians chapter 4, verse 15 to 17. It's a beautiful scripture. You know yourselves, uh, you yourselves also know, Philippians, that at the first preaching of the gospel after I left Macedonia, no church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving. But you alone, for even in Thessalonica, you sent a gift more than once for my needs. Not that I seek the gift itself, but I seek for the profit which increases to your account. Whoa. How many business people over here? Or at least people who mess with accounts and stuff like that. Okay, you don't have to raise your hands. You know, is everybody okay here? <laughs> no. But everybody knows what an account is. Thank you, Modiji. <laughs> now everything goes through the account. <laughs> I mean, my fisherwoman outside my house, I asked her, I said, you know, I mean, how much is your fish? She said, you know what, sir? Here's my number. You can just take it. Just take it. Drop the money in my account. Wow. <laughs> Google, pay. Google Pay, dude. <laughs> Same lady, you know? I mean, like the one that's just selling fish, she's got Google Pay. Yeah? I mean, so everybody knows what an account is. Let's get back here. It says, not that I seek the gift itself, but I seek the profit. I seek the profit which increases to your account. Now, you see what generosity and giving does? Wow, it increases in your account. We all know, we all know what multiplication is. We know it's a lot, lot bigger than addition. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? We know that multiplication is a lot. When he said, be fruitful and multiply, <laughs> oh man. I'm telling you. <laughs> we know what that, we know what that dimension is. And let me please tell you this. It says, inasmuch as we seek to be selfless and give, I want you to know that generosity will add to your account. When you are going to give something with a smile in your heart. See, giving is, see, please uh, remember this, okay? When it's time, okay, there's going to be a, a church wants to do something and they're going to raise funds and you're going to give. Oh, man, come on, that's, that's, that's common, that's usual. Generosity is looking at your maid and trying to figure out what might she want. Looking at that driver, looking at, I'm, I'm talking about people who are lesser privileged, but I'm saying sometimes it's, it's looking at our parents. Sometimes it's looking at our spouse and saying, what do you think I could do that would, that would bring generosity from within me? What is it? And I'll tell you, 
Inasmuch as you're selflessly doing what you're doing, like in this case, these guys, the Philippians, did a wonderful thing. And they sent time and time again to Paul. And they, and they supported him, you know, financially or however they did what he did. He says, in the matter of giving and receiving, you alone, even in Thessalonica, he left their place and he went. They wired it. Please give me your IFSC code. They sent it to him. Yeah, they did that. And he recognizes it and he says, please, this is to your profit. Now, I want you to look at it like that. I want you to look at generosity, not like a business, <laughs> but I want you to look at generosity as something that's going to increase your account. It is going to come in, and it, you can in cash. You can in cash profits on generosity. And I'll tell you something. These guys are mentioned. You know, we'll meet them one day. They are mentioned in the word of God because of their generosity. I'm telling you, I want people to say zealous. Man, they are really zealous about their generosity. Because let me tell you something. My boss is known like that. I mean, these guys paid 100 bucks. You know how much 100 rupees is? 100 rupees, five days they had porota and beef. You know, I'm not supposed to say that. <laughs> they ate all they want. They drank all they want. We picked them up from the, uh, from the station, took them to a campsite. They got a t-shirt, a cup, a cap, uh, I don't know what all they got, man. All for 100 bucks. The generosity of that organization was like that. They just went ahead. They stretched it. They just said, take, man, keep. You need this. Walk into a place and they said, hey, your jacket's good. Take it. And, and that's what he said. You know, it's like it just makes you so uncluttered. Nothing matters. You know something? I mean, people are getting upset with me. Somebody just walked into my house. By the way, I, I used to be a drummer. And uh, now I don't. <laughs> uh, somebody walked into my house and said, can I have this? I said, do you really need it? He said, yes, you know, we have Allah. I said, take it. The other guy called and said... I was waiting so long, I just gave it to this guy. In the sense, I mean, in the sense, <laughs> these guys, they would come and they would polish my drums and my cymbals and all. Some random guy came in there, he had a need, and I said, take it. The other guy, my student, is like so mad at me. Oh, you don't love me anymore and all that. I said, hey, you know, you have all that stuff. But the honest truth is this, you can, you can be selfless, knowing fully well that it encashes into your account. And that's what Paul wants us to know. And I want this unit to come to a place where you're... You, and I'm telling you, you have to use your brains. Generosity is in the heart. Kindness, compassion, all those things are in the heart. But without this, you cannot be generous. The next thing I'd like to say is about... Um, when you give, then you don't demand it back. Oh man, this one is a tough one. Luke in chapter... 6 verse 30 and verse 35. Give to everyone who asks you and whoever takes away what is yours, don't demand it back. You serious? What? Like, give me your phone and I go away. You're not supposed to ask for it back. <laughs> yeah. Give to everyone who asks you and whoever takes away what is yours, don't demand it back. God, are you serious here? And the next verse says, but love your enemies and do good and lend. Uh, this is the 35th verse. Nothing in return. 
and lend expecting nothing in return, your reward will be great and you will be the sons of the Most High. For he himself is kind to ungrateful and evil men. I want us to also read Proverbs in chapter 19 and verse 17. One who is gracious to a poor man lends to the Lord. Oh. And he will repay him for his good deed. Whoa. Now you know what I'm talking about, generosity? You are lending to God. Who are you lending to? God. Normally what happens with a lend process? Hey, can you lend me some money? Well, normally what happens? A slight interest, something, yeah? I mean, if it's a bank, yeah. No, I'm saying, I'm just, I, I just want us to think. I want us to think where this whole concept of generosity is. It actually started with the Father heart of God. That's why he sent a son. Now, if he says that if, you have to, if somebody asks you for something, you have to give it to them, and if they take it away, you're not supposed to ask for it back. Okay? Now, I'm not going to leave you guys in a lurch and take off, but I'm telling you, this is a principle. When somebody in need, for example, comes and asks you for bread, see, it usually used to happen when I was a small kid, you know, we have all neighbors and all that, and somebody will make some nice fish curry, and they'll send some two, four pieces, one small katori will come home, and then you have to send something in it back. <laughs> Can't go and wash it and give it back. What will they think, yeah? <laughs> they think there's nothing in the house or what? And then what will you put? Rice puff? <laughs> you know, you know my, my, my point is, people, people are going to come in and, and ask for something. When you give it to them, Okay? When you, I, I want you to use common sense when I'm saying this. Okay? I'm not saying somebody's going to come and ask for your car and you're going to drive away with it and you're saying, okay, Lord, it doesn't matter. No, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, when generosity is involved, you're going to give. But if generosity is involved, you're not thinking about when and how you're going to get it back. You understand? That's what I'm trying to say. Your program is not like, like somebody comes and says, hey man, can I, can I, can I borrow a jacket? It's cold. Uh, summer is starting two months. By that time you will bring, no? You know? Now in the sense, your brain is technically now wired to see how you get things back. Yeah. Generosity is wiring it back where you know it'll come back, but that's not your big problem. When you give to a poor, yeah. I mean, as a church, you'll be given to a place, you'll be, you'll be asked to help, you'll be doing stuff. The first thing that you think about when you're going to, you know, I, I just heard a small, small testimony that that pastor said. He said that, man, we just need to come and plug in. You said that, right? Yeah. It's generosity. These guys that have given you this place, man, they got big bucks coming. I mean, I'm not talking money. I'm saying in God's eyes, this is generosity. These guys are here. They have a vision for this place. And the gentleman who runs this, I'm just making this up in my own words, but he says, Minath, go ahead, use it. Plug and play. Wow. We need to watch. At no point of time, I'm telling you this because I can identify generosity. At no point of time, four weeks, now one year is over. Now, last year, I free, I gave in. Now, you know, that whole, you know, no, I'll tell you, if generosity wasn't involved, 
this talk would have started the second and the third and the fourth month and everything. If generosity was involved, it's vision. And that's what we need to imbibe as ourselves. Oh man, my watch stopped. Do you have some clock or something like that? Oh, quickly. Giving gifts, okay, I'm just going to go through this very quickly. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 16, and Proverbs chapter 11, verse 24 and 25. A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. Please, uh, I'm not going to say too much about this, but just remember this. Generosity is where you start doing these things and giving stuff out. I'm telling you, I'm not going to expand on the scripture. And the next scripture was in Proverbs chapter 11, verse 24 and 25. There is, there is one who scatters and yet increases all the more. And there is one who withholds what is justly due and yet it results only in want. The generous man will prosper and he who waters will himself be watered. Wow. So, I mean, giving gifts and uh, making sure that uh, as a generous as a, and being liberal is something that is a sign of generosity. And to complete the process, I have three scriptures I want to read with you. There is, you have to complete it. Now, please realize that if, for generosity, if you're, uh, if you're a generous person, then you will go to the end, okay? My first point, you will go to the end. You will keep the process. In 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 11 and 12, Paul is talking to the Corinthian church and he says, but now finish doing this also, so that just as there was readiness to desire it, so there may be also completion of it by your ability. That's in, in what they have. For if there's readiness is present, it is acceptable according to what a person has, not according to what a person does not have. Now, I want us to read this in, in context, and right now I don't have time for that. But I just want you to know something. As a church, if you take part in a project or something that you want to be, as an individual and collectively, always make sure if generosity is involved, it's not just that kind heart that just says, ah, take and go. No. Generosity is going the whole process. If you have something, for example, I have a guitar that I want to be generous with, and I'm going to give it a Benji right now. My generosity is, hey man, listen, I know you don't have a guitar right now. Take this with you. And, you know, this is all I have, but here's what I want you. Generosity goes the whole process. It goes the whole process. And I want you to be connected with it because, you know, we mistake this for a big heart. We mistake generosity. Generosity is a quality. We mistake it. So if you are generous, then you know what you have, you go the whole world. You go the whole, whole, whole process. And then I want us to turn to Romans chapter 12, verse 13. Contributing to the needs of the saints, practicing hospitality. Oh, by the way, I head an organization, my, my group, my, my, my unit's name is called R12. R stands for Romans, and 12 stands for the chapter. And this is the 13th verse of my bylaw. It says, practicing hospitality. Oh, what is practice? Come on, doing it, yeah. The band practices, which means... That's the only way they can do it better. And then the practice, you find out the mistakes. Then you do it again. And we do it again and again and again, and we call it practice. And some, somebody said practice makes perfect. That's not true, but practice makes you better, definitely. 
Yeah? If practice made perfect, I would have been perfect, man. Because <laughs> as a band, we would practice like madmen, you know? I mean, I mean, Paula did really well as a group, but practice is not everything. But it says practicing is present continuous of doing it over and over again. Let me tell you hospitality. The Word of God asks you to be hospitable. It says practicing hospitality, which means it is present continuous. As a unit, you have to learn to practice, which means you do it again. You do it again, and if there's a fall, you do it again and again. You try it again, you try it again and again. Hospitality. And hospitality is not taking people to the hospital. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hospitality. <laughs> you know, hospitality is where you stretch your heart out so wide, so wide, that people can see a cross inside. That is hospitality. That is hospitality. You know, there are different groups of people that are known for their hospitality. Oh man, their hospitality. And I'm telling you, sometimes we can be grumps. We can be all kinds of people. Hospitality. And it says, practice hospitality. So I have a, a, a process. I have a practice. And I have a provision. And it's in James chapter 2, verse 15 and 16. If a brother or sister is without clothing and in need of daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, be warm, and be filled, and yet don't give them anything what is necessary for their body, what use is it? Go in peace. You will be warm. <laughs> now the Bible talks about us. The Bible talks about us. Somebody is in need, in desperate need of daily food. It's talking not about, it's talking about, it's talking about what about? He's not talking about, he's not talking about like steak burgers. <laughs> He's talking about the real deal. The guy is in need. Oh, be filled. <laughs> and over here, the next project we have is in the Mauritius. We're traveling the globe. What about? Generosity is where you will step out of your zone. Think. Your kindness and compassion in your heart needs a working mechanism to reach the other person. Otherwise, generosity is a concept. You have to change generosity from a concept and make it a quality. I repeat, from a concept to a quality. And I would ask you this question. As a church, as a group, as a people, I would ask you, where are your homes? How open are they? What about your refrigerator? Don't touch! <laughs> Don't you know they made the lock on the fridge because of that? Your kitchen tables, your food, clothes that are there, you know how you, you've gone two sizes up, but you've kept all of them there? God will make me thinner one day, brother. <laughs> give it away, people. Give it away. I'm going to look smart like that. <laughs> I'm telling you, you have a whole pile. And then you'll say, darling, bring me that old box. Just let's fit it in here. Because I'm on a one-year plan. Next year, this time, I'll be wearing these clothes. Somebody could have taken it, man. Come on, let's get a life. It's like somebody kept, 
Somebody get a footwear for a year hoping that their leg will grow. <laughs> what kind of an idiot is this? Generosity. Let me tell you something. My question to you is, when somebody asks you for something, when somebody asks you for something, as a unit, take it from your heart. Because kindness, I go back to my first statement, kindness and compassion. No, kindness and goodness. It's a fruit of the Spirit. It is expected of you to have it. Excuse me. No questions about that. You're expected to behave and act like that. And that needs to come out. My question to you guys will be, what about your assets? What about your blessings? What about those things that are around you? When are you planning to be generous and share it? God bless you all. Did I keep playing? Yeah. Question? Very good question. There are people who take advantage of your generosity. How do we handle it? Jesus healed 10 lepers. Only one came back. 10 lepers. And you know what he asked him? He didn't say, oh, praise God, you came back. Where are the other nine? Our dear Lord was taken royally. I mean, just to, just to give that. These people will always be there, uncle. They will always be there. And I'll tell you, you've asked a very valuable question. At any point of time, if people who take advantage of generosity moves you from generosity, that's not happening. You stay within generosity, but let me tell you something. You are free to keep them at bay. I don't give beggars. I worked with street kids when I was in YWAM. I went and found out the entire mafia. I take a street boy, I will feed him till it comes out of his nose. But I ain't giving him money. So I'm saying, if there is somebody who takes advantage of your generosity repeatedly, you're free to even correct them with the love of the Lord and tell them, you know what? I'm not in a position to do this again for you. But you and your behavior will never take generosity out of me. And that is what, Jesus never stopped, never stopped healing lepers because just one guy came back. Never. He continued and he just, and the Bible says he healed everyone that came to him. First doctor that healed everyone. Yeah. That's what the Bible says. And they were still sick. So it's a wonderful question and thank you that you've asked me. And um, I'm, I'm glad you've asked that. When people take advantage of you, there are times, so supposing, now as a unit, uh, can I take two minutes more? Okay. As a unit, there are, there are things that, so when you come to generosity, it's a good thing to have accountability. Okay? So, okay, now husband and wife, or team members, whatever, said, hey, listen, man, my heart aches for this, this situation. I want to be generous, and I want to make sure that, you know, we go the extra mile. There's accountability. Are you sure about it? You know, that, that, that accountability is going to make sure that it won't take the generosity out of you, but it will make your generosity so purposeful. Now, I know, I'm just using this as an example. I know that these people here, they've thought about it. They've prayed about it. Should we ask these zealous guys? They're very zealous. Should we ask them to come and, you know, should we give it to them? How long should we do this? Is it, is it essential that we continue 
there is accountability here. The gentleman did just come on one fine day and say, by the way, everybody clear out on Sunday afternoon, those boys are coming, okay? I've been generous with them. No, it hasn't been like that. So I would suggest that when, especially when it is, uh, when it's one step from, when it's outside of us, like if it's not your wallet, if, if it includes anything more, it's a good thing as a family, as a, as, a, as a unit. Sometimes even discuss with the children or the other people around, you know what, we have two cars, why don't, why don't we just give it away? I mean, one's just rotting here. One friend, Daddy, where's your car? I was very generous, yeah. <laughs> no, you can't do that. You can't do that. My dad did that. My dad did that. When we were growing up, he's a missionary, lovely man. One day he came home, TV is missing. We had a Dianora TV, the one that you switch off and there's one dot in the center. <laughs> Black and white. It has a cover and they would go for a prayer meeting and come back. We'll do, we know everything. We know how to do it. He will just come and open. <laughs> Because that stupid dot will be there. He knows we just switched it off. But anyways, one day I come back home and I find this only black and white TV that I watched Spider-Man and Giant Robot in the world this week and, and World of Sport. That's all we had when we were growing up. He said, no, son, there's this orphanage. You know, they need some. Orphanage? They have enough time to do other things. Why you gave my TV? <laughs> I said, Dada, you could have taken my piggy bank. Take the money. Piggy bank, 14 rupees. But you could have taken my piggy bank. Why are you, why did you give? His generosity is unbelievable. You must meet those people. My parents are just the most generous people you can meet. They will give their house. They will give whatever. <laughs> Thankfully, I don't live with them anymore. <laughs> so, well, but, 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 but here's my point. Uh, here's my point. It's a good thing. It's a good thing when we get generous about something. When you're going to give your stuff away. Like, for example, when I stopped playing drums, I had a, I mean, I had a room full of drums. And my wife was like, are we going to start a shop? Or they're like, you know, what's your plan? <laughs> so I said, okay, let me keep one behind. And I actually discussed it. I said, you know, can we, can we give this off to the church? Can we give this off to the, to the jam room? You know? Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. We'll pray about it. So generosity with accountability and generosity with absolute clarity. And don't be afraid. Somebody takes advantage of you, the first person you would go to is sincerely go to the Lord and say, Lord, you asked me to do this. Why is this happening to me? You do something about it right now, or I'm going to do something about it. <laughs> now, I'm saying you can be really serious about it. When, and then the Lord will tell you, yeah, this is what I want you to do. Stay away from those people. Do not have to give them. At the same time, the same guy comes running and he says, and I'll tell you, this is just, just for you to get a paka balance. The same guy, you're never going to, you know, whatever, he's going to come knocking at your door and say, please, do you have a loaf of bread? My house is hungry. You take that loaf, you stuff it in his face straight away. You will not think about those rules and regulations. I hope you know. This generosity, that's why I'm trying to say, generosity is, 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 a, is a quality. And so what happens is it's not in the actions and the pros and the cons. Generosity comes from the heart. So that same family that hasn't paid you back all the money they borrowed, if they want bread, they freely have it. Thank you. Hey, we're glad you could join us today. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Zealous Pune or visit our website, Zealous Community, to know more about us.